How you doing? I'm sunburned. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Oh. I'm a 34 year old person that can't not get sunburned. Oh my god! This has already happened once this year, and it's like, it's fine. Part part of it's my fault. Excuse like, me. ooh, God bless. Uh, oh, it's so, I'm like raggedy today, man. <laughs> Woo. We're both falling apart. We're falling. Oh, by the apart. way, I'm Aaron. Oh, I'm Nicole. This is dude. That's fucked up. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, that's out of the way. Um. Your voice sounds uh crunchy today. Yeah, crunchy <laughs> indeed. I. <coughs> I'm dying. I'm a little hungover. <laughs> I'm a little, a little uh, rough around the edges today. <laughs> I'm crispy around the edges. Yeah. Um. You're you're like cooked a little bit too much. Uh, yeah, I'm a little cooked. It's fine. Uh, the thing I'm most be- mad about is down by my crotch, like my leg, the high, high thigh. Uh, yeah. I didn't. I missed a spot, and it's like where my underwear is touching, and it's like oh. excruciating. Dude. Yeah. I, I guess you can't wear underwear or pants. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> that's not going to be good for my improv show later today. <laughs> Oh dear. Um, you don't know that I'm not wearing pants right now. That's true. I can only see the top half of you. You can only see my little bun <laughs> and my face. I, my hair is like raggedy right now. I washed it and everything, but I still look like a homeless person. <laughs> but I, I'm like I'm saying, I showered and I still and washed myself thoroughly, but I still look terrible because. <laughs> You know, I just can't, I can't hang like I used to. Uh, your brows look great. Thank you. That's like the only thing I have going for me right now. <laughs> your brows look great, but also I can only see your eyes and brows. <laughs> there you go. Oh, no, you look Hi. great. You look uh, fresh as a daisy. Uh, makeup's awesome. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I, my, I, th- I think my hair looks more like, Drown Jesus, maybe. Like, it's like wavy. Oh, yeah. Uh, I didn't dry it, so. I think it looks great. Cool. All right. Um, Weird Al Yankovic. Sure. Uh, oh, that's what my hair looks like a lot of times. <laughs> if I don't have the right cut, it's just like a long triangle of curls. And I'm like, I look like Weird Al. It's embarrassing. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway. Yeah. Well, um let's see uh are you guys on the facebook group the private one join it you should join it uh i pinned the page to the top of the regular dtfu podcast Mm. facebook page so if you're wondering how to get there um that's it's pinned up there so Mm -hmm. do that we've had Um, a lot of people join in the last like few days it's nice i know it's so funny it's great. Everybody's posting really funny stuff in there. Someone just joined that I'm pretty sure is a troll, so I'm going to keep an eye on them. Like like a fake account. Oh, yeah. I, I approved them. And then a I sock? Went, yeah, yeah. I approved them, and I went to go check out their profile because I like to see, like, where the people are from and stuff. Totally. And, and it was, like, one photo ever, and it seemed sketchy. Yeah. So I have my eye on you. You know who you are. <laughs> or you're a robot and you or don't know what we're saying right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
cool. Yeah, you guys do that. Uh, we're having lots of fun. Yeah. Um. Any anything else? Yeah, we inspired a fan. Uh, to write in. Yeah, this one is from uh our new fan Alejandra. Alejandra. Um, Alejandra. Ale Alejandra. Ale Alejandra. <laughs> uh, so she said, uh, it's a travel story. Um, she's just started listening. Uh, she said, hi, I'm a fairly new listener and I'm catching up with all your episodes. I just started listening to episode 14 and you're both telling your airplane horror stories. And I felt inclined to share my very recent traveling kerfuffle. Great word. Um, (laughs) bear with me as I feel the buildup really adds to the ending. So she says, my boyfriend and I just got back from Paris and every single part of the traveling was a mess. We sat on the tarmac in our first flight for two hours. We missed our connecting flight. That is the worst it's yeah. just the worst feeling when you know you're like going to miss your connecting flight it mm. sucks uh and she continues um end up needing two more connecting flights to get to paris we were in three countries in 12 hours oh but wait God. there's more oh, awful. <laughs> <laughs> on the way back our connection back to new york was delayed further totaling a five-hour layover layover oh my God. once we got on that flight we discovered we were sharing the flight with a large group of young people uh, coming back from their birthright trip <laughs> and two very large families with three fairly new babies among them. It was a very loud early morning flight. Ugh. Oh my god. So you have like on the one hand a bunch of like young-ish people who just spent like yeah. what a week or two weeks together. Yeah. Like probably like hooking up with each other and like oh, yeah. have all these like inside jokes and they're probably just like yeah, so like wired and like oh my god. And then you have yeah a bunch of families screaming babies screaming babies and like probably everybody's like moving around and like talking over yeah oh anyway screaming to like people in other seats like uh yeah yeah i i've been on flights like this it's so so rough um she goes not only were the floor and aisles littered with real regular garbage but dirty full diapers were left in the aisles (gasps) oh my god (gasps) we (laughs) Oh, that's so awful. Wait, we had to. Tr- she, she didn't need to say dirty and full. <laughs> I mean, like, ha- like it could be dirty, like oh. just with pee. You know what I mean? I'm like, um, hold on, let me continue. Okay, I feel gross. She- I feel sick. Yeah, she said we had to traipse through poopy diapers <laughs> to get off the plane. My boyfriend and I just kept repeating, "Who does that?" over and over and over again. And just felt so bad for the employees who had to clean it up. Uh, lastly, after being home for about a day, my boyfriend wakes up with a wicked sore throat and asked me to look at it. And sure enough, he's got the grossest tonsillitis I've ever laid my eyes on. He's never had any tonsil issues in his life, so there's no other explanation than that biohazardous flight. <laughs> on a good note, Brussels Airways food is actually pretty delicious, not gross, and didn't mess with our stomachs at all. We did avoid the fish, though, because airplane fish just seems dodgy. What the fuck, Brussels Airways? Like, don't serve fish in a, f- a fucking sealed metal tube. That's not... It's like, it's bad enough when you're, like, at work and people are, like, heating up fish in the microwave you don't you nobody does that no well people why would do, an air it's that's an abomination it's rude it's that's so rude. rude it's so rude um yeah anyway she goes on uh between you two karen and georgia and em and christine of and that's why we drink 
my phone is chock full of hella cool ladies talking about weird and gross shit. Oh. Uh, that's really sweet. And what an honor to be in the company of such other awesome ladies. Oh, um, yeah. She said, P.S., Aaron's voice sounds uncannily like one of my best friends, and it's great. Oh. <laughs> Uh, thanks for reading. Keep up the great work, Alejandra. And she said, sounds like Lady Gaga's hit, Alejandro. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so, we, so that we didn't call her like Al Jahandra or something? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Girl, I know. Yeah. We got you. Uh, we got you. Yeah. <laughs> and I like wrote her back to ask her if it was cool. And she like, she responded with a herf. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uppercase herf. <laughs> love it. Love it, love it, love That's it. That's awesome. Thank, thanks, Alejandra. Aww. Uh Hope you your boyfriend is fully recovered. <laughs> <clears throat> well, the the other uh, we're, we're not going to read this email, but we have to give a shout out to Laura, who is like DTFU's like maybe number one super fan. Um, yeah, she is. She's like, our. She's our. She's our. She's our like honorary third member. <laughs> yeah she uh yeah oh i bet she'll love that you just said that <laughs> i i saw a remember when she um i feel like she posted us or shared something with us a long time ago and it was like her wearing a nope shirt i saw yeah. one i saw one at target and i almost bought it and i was gonna like <laughs> send a picture to her and be like i bought this shirt too girl but then it, it didn't look cute so uh i didn't buy it you're like, nope. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was like, nope to this shirt. Um, oh, my God. But so she wrote us an email a few, uh, probably like a, a while ago now, um, because we just we just like skimmed the surface uh, of mentioning the Duggars in our Sasquatch episode, I think. Mm. And um, so she was like, oh, you guys, the Duggars are so fucked up. Like, well, they're fucked up, but like their religion is fucked up and – um, you guys should totally do an episode. So we were like, oh, yeah, that's a great idea. We already, like, kind of didn't like them. Uh, there's so many TLC shows that we could do a full episode oh my God. about. We could just do a, a full episode on TLC and how shitty they've become. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I Like, I'm serious. I remember watching TLC when it was, like, medical, like, uh, stories, like, and, like, like operations. Yeah, and science stuff. And now it's just, like... Bigfoot hunters and swamp people and like <laughs> it used to be the public school equivalent of the learning channel and now it's the homeschool equivalent of the of learning. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, uh there's like people they'll like entertain the idea of dinosaurs existing at the same time as humans did. It's just like <laughs> like it's shit like that. And it's like yeah. no. No get let's, the fuck out. It's let's like, talk to a yeah. scientist. Even History Channel's becoming that bad. They have, like, ancient aliens and shit on there, which... Is that one of those <sighs> things, though, where they, like, call it an ancient alien, but really it was, like, a pterodactyl? Do you know what I mean? No. Oh, there, it's, like, it's, like, it's, like, it's, like, but how did an advanced civilization build anything? Oh. Aliens. Oh. It's, like, oh. it's, like, well, you know, they, these advanced civilizations had, like, had figured out mathematics and physics like yeah and then we had some dark ages after like these like really cool civilizations and empires like rose to greatness and then like anything it crumbles yeah probably like our society will 
sooner than we think. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> shortly hereafter. Yeah. Anyway, so we're going to talk today about um, a little bit about the Duggars. Hang on. But Let me just. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. We got it. We really need to. Ooh, <laughs> that's a big Pacifico. It is. I'm drinking Takate. Ooh. Take it Cheers. down south. Cheers. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So we're talking about the quiverful movement today. It is just. Horrifying. Horrifying. It's basically like. Like they'll never admit it, but it it is like they're it's like the the a portion of religion that the Duggars subscribe to, yeah, and adhere to, pretty pretty hardcore. Yeah, like they flat out deny it, but like it is it whether whether they call it this or not, it is in the realm of this. Yeah. So. So what is it? Uh, the Quiverful, aka Christian Patriarchy Movement, aka Biblical Christians. Ugh. Uh, is I mean that kind of tells you all you need to know. Christian uh, pa- Patriarchy. Patriarchy want, Movement. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not into that. That's a big no for me. <laughs> I'm gonna have to say no. Uh, it's a no for me, dog. <laughs> Wait, I that's Randy that- Jackson, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, big no. He was um, funny without trying, and I love that. I love that. That's like just a meme now. It's so yeah. good. Oh, uh, yeah. So, but quiverful specifically uh, refers to it's structured around Psalm one twenty seven, uh, which is children are a heritage from the Lord, offspring a reward from Him, like arrows in the hands of a warrior are children born in one's youth. Blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them. They will not be put to shame when they contend with their opponents in court. Mm. So that's basically saying, um, so a quiver in Old English is a case for holding arrows. So that's what what you like put your, like Robin Hood style, put it on your back and, you know. Okay, but in this case, it's a dick, right? (laughs) blessed is uh, the man whose quiver is full of them of full of children well it's technically the his house yeah oh oh it's like what the shooting arrows (laughs) no because they are they're literally trying to make a child army is what it is (laughs) so they're no it's true this is what they're trying to do they're trying to make i know well it's creepy yeah they're they're trying to like procreate and have as many children as possible so that they can create like this child army to send out into the <laughs> sinful world to to rectify it uh, so captain captain we have a problem uh the child army is coming up over the hill <laughs> <laughs> they have all their building blocks and razor scooters oh, it's god. a nightmare captain <laughs> oh my god yeah uh, so these people believe that if the more kids that they have the like bigger army they'll create yeah. so um yeah so they basically they also believe that like everything out in the like in modern day society is like evil like feminism is of the devil like anything that's like not super conservative and modest is of the devil like so these these women that are married to these men just become baby factories, basically. <laughs> uh, like Michelle Duggar. Yeah. 
they don't they're not allowed to have jobs and even like once you have as many kids as the Duggars have like she's not she creates like a basically a sweatshop family where like she's the manager and all the kids are doing all the chores and the cooking and the cleaning and the laundry and like taking care of the little ones like I, I don't even know like what is your purpose after that like after you like I couldn't even imagine once you hit menopause in this religion and you can't can no longer have children like what do right. you do I don't know I mean that's what's so fucked about it is that like there's just no you don't have a personhood like right. you your sole purpose is to create children and like meanwhile like these men basically can just do whatever they want like yeah. they they have you know it is hard to sustain and support a family of this size sure but like I don't know like they they're not the ones having to pump out the kids yeah well and for for a lot of these families like not the Duggars because obviously they have like TLC money so you know they're they're probably pretty well off especially for a family that size but yeah think about if if the woman can't work because the religion dictates that and the man yeah. is the only earner for the family and you have seven kids even five I, kids even two three even kids two, and three you kids yeah. yeah um so so a lot of these families aren't very well off in terms well and of, it's like yeah no and it's like you put so much undue strain and pressure on your marriage by doing this like I can't like I mean it, it's hard enough out there in the trying to make a living so these people just really and then the woman you know the the wife uh is just stressed out constantly trying yeah. to like r- wrangle all the kids <laughs> make sure they're fed clothed going you know doing what they're supposed to be doing and they're also having to homeschool them which we'll get to in a little bit Ugh. but that's like some of the basics around this the the belief of the quiverful movement yeah um basically very 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 antiquated clothing are, are worn like you know you can't wear a, a dress or a skirt that's above the knee uh very gender division of labor mm-hmm. uh and un- unquestioned authority of the father in the household uh and then the main thing obviously is no birth control at all like you can't even do like natural like family planning like like how catholics do the rhythm method or just people who you know maybe are allergic to hormonal birth control they try to use the rhythm method so like they can't even do that they can't even they cannot abstain at all from sex if the husband is like let's have sex let's have sex and try to get pregnant again and they will keep the women will keep having babies until their body just can't anymore which which two things not that the rhythm method works but like they still can't even use it yeah but but the other thing is if like the woman is just there for the man like shit gets pretty rapey because the woman and I would imagine this is different for like every couple but what 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 is being dictated and what is kind the setup that is essentially like forming in this religion is that the the man is not to be questioned and you are here to serve the man And so you don't really have a say or an opinion in anything when it comes to your body or whatever. Yeah, you have no agency over your your own 
vagina. Right. Uh, and uterus. Um, they're basically living in the handmaid's tale. Like Yeah. They it it's pretty much this is happening. This is real. There's thousands of people that adhere to this shit. Um yeah. so I mean, yeah. It's like it's like a maybe a it's less not extreme fiction. the handmaid's tale because <laughs> right. they won't be arrested or killed or anything, but Well, I mean, that would be if these people took over the country. Right, right, right. <laughs> Yeah, if these people had a say. Well, yeah, it's, because aren't they all come from um they they mostly congregate in fundamentalist evangelical churches. Right. Uh but they can so, be found in other places. Yeah, the so let's see. Um just to kind of like so that's like kind of the basics and uh these people exist mostly in the U.S., but it's spreading to parts of the U.K. and Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, I would I don't know what the like exact figures are because people won't like outright say that they're part of this like they they're part of the quiverful movement because it does have such negative connotations. <laughs> the rest of us will shame them. <laughs> yeah, um, but they this kind of originated as a backlash against feminist movements in like the early 30, 1930s. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it became like a fully formed and realized movement in the 80s. Yeah. But even even in the 70s, it started coming. But they really it really came about in the 80s where they started getting more followers. So um, it, it's not called the Quiverful Movement in like their kind of umbrella term. Uh, the the way it started was by this guy named Bill Gothard. Uh, he started the he had a couple things going on I I like to kind of liken him to L. Ron Hubbard like because they because there's like a lot of parallels with this in Scientology um, not at all in like the belief system but like but less, I don't know but but less creative what did you say <laughs> oh yeah this guy's like not creative at all like at least L. Ron Hubbard had like made up this whole entire fucking narrative of like fucking what are they called? Like Thetans? Yeah, and Thetans. Aliens and yeah. like like having to become like having you, to get auditing. Yeah. I mean, that shit's original as fuck. Like oh, yeah. it's like it, he was he was a, a science fiction writer before he, he found a religion. The religion. Yeah. yeah. He he made up a religion, yeah. basically. <laughs> um but they kind of came about at the same time, like uh <laughs> Like Sea Org was like happening in like the seventies, and he like Elron Hubbard was super gross and like molesty and just like wanted to. He had it was like this ego. He yeah. was just pure ego, and that's this guy Bill Gothard is kind of the same way, just fucking gross and making shit up as he goes. I think you have to have an ego to start a fucking religion. Yeah, in to the eighties. Yeah, to have people like follow you and be like chill about it and be like, hmm, this is gross, but. I'm going to keep going. You got to you got to have some real high opinion of yourself. Like he's just not he he didn't he basically took the Psalm 127 or whatever and just like was like, "Yup, here we go. We're going to be and then just follow the Bible and like do everything that the Bible says." It's like yeah. he didn't even like think of anything original. No. So, uh Oh, he, no, none so, of it's original. It's all it's all no. like it's like the Bible verbatim. And then, yeah. and then literalized. And also it takes like a culty spin. There's some like principles that like oh, he yeah. instilled. 
so this is called the Institute and Basic Life Principles. Like this is a thing that is existing today yeah. that people follow. Um, and it's uh, it's a basically kind of a seminar aspect of in of the of this whole religion. Uh, that that's how it kind of started. People started going to these seminars that he'd put on, and um, it's this non-denominational Christian organization, and it serves as an umbrella organization for several ministries. So like these churches like kind of glom on to these practices, and you know espouse the shit that he has kind of made up. Yeah. So, uh, and their stated purpose is to provide instruction on how to find success in life by following biblical, biblical principles. So, um, it's a non, a nonprofit tax exempt religious charitable organization that, um, like at their height in 2006 was reporting to be making $63 million annually. So, oh my God. yeah. That's and ridiculous. How much of that does he get? Like, you know? Who knows? I mean, I'm sure he, he like, these families aren't getting it. No. And <laughs> and I was going to say, like, find success. Like, he's helping them find, find success with these principles. But it's like, success isn't what maybe we would think of as success as, like, or maybe what most people would, where it's like, oh, like a happy, you know, like, affluent maybe, or at least not you know at least having enough money to like be comfortable and like having friends and all and family and stuff it's literally just like success is having as many kids as you can yeah yeah so he not not only is he probably like skimming big time Mm. uh he's a sexually harassing disgusting piece of shit allegedly allegedly well he got in big trouble or almost got in big trouble a few years ago. Yeah. For he would hire women to like work in like the admin positions in the like the organization and he just like sexually assault and like molest them basically. Um and but no charges have ever been pressed against him, so But people came forward. People came forward and made and, allegations. Like, accused him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no charges were ever pressed. So he stepped down as the head of this church because mm-hmm. of this, but he's still very much active and has like a website. You could go to yeah. Bill Gothard, I think, dot com. Um, and yeah. yeah, like he still is preaching and like, uh, okay, but this is really weird. I thought for someone who's like saying all of this, he's never been married or had a family, which I find yeah. like you know, you know. How are you gonna tell other people to like yeah. have these families and live biblically when you're you're not even married or you don't even have a family? Like, I, I that's the thing. People just like suspend their critical thinking and want to like fall in line with this stuff. Oh, I don't know. I would not be down. I I would be like, wait, hmm, something's off. Yeah, <laughs> like. That's the weird thing about charisma, too, because you could be charismatic and you're like you could be creepy, too. I mean, like yeah. not everyone who's charismatic is like appealing to people. You yeah. could be a weirdo. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, even still, like regardless of like whatever, if any of these allegations are true or not, like he still gets so much money from these people who are already very stretched their means are already very stretched because they're they're raising these massive families and he's like 
you know, getting them to donate money to the church still. So or whatever, or like go to these seminars or, or, or whatever. And then he also has this other branch that is under this umbrella of uh, the Institute in Basic Life Principles called the Advanced Training Institute, which is like the homeschooling branch of it, um, which indoctr- indoctrinates all the children. This They don't send their kids, like people in this religion don't send their kids to public school or even private school. They just homeschool their children so they can keep them isolated um, and, and indoctrinate them with this kind of shit. So oh, my God. They, it basically – the ATI is the is the abbreviation for it. And if you want to like look at their resources, it's ATII.org. I like went on the website to like see what they I mean, it's a pretty slick website, but you made it, it out they, alive. Yeah. But it's like all you go on there to order the like all the stuff that you need to homeschool your kids. So they you have to pay money for that if you're in this church to not only are you trying to keep your head above water financially and like mentally and emotionally while like homeschooling all these kids, you have to like pay for it. And then you also have to like consistently teach them this stuff so that they stay within these like this very sheltered life. And so, yeah, it's ATII.org and bases everything around the Bible. Um, so literally everything, history, science, linguistics, like is based on the Bible. Like I don't know how you base history or on, science or science. Like I don't. Yeah. Uh, what a skid mark. I don't. Yeah. I don't like this guy. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you guys could tell this guy's a total <laughs> asshole. Whether or not he did half the things that like he's accused of, it doesn't matter. This guy like has directed people to create lives for themselves that are less they're pretty substandard uh when it comes to actually (laughs) being able to take care of an entire family also these women must just always be on the verge of the biggest mental breakdown that you've ever seen in your life like like britney spears proportions because oh my god like you you don't even get a break from your 800 kids like at least you know when our when our moms were raising us, because your mom, was your mom a stay-at-home mom too? Like when you were yeah, young? My yeah, my mom was stay-at-home. Yeah. Same with my mom. And at least when we went to school, she got some peace and quiet and she could like go to the supermarket uh-huh. without us being like, can I get this? Can I get this? Like yeah, throwing little fits. I mean, we still were doing that, but it wasn't like there was 10 of us. <laughs> well, there wasn't you know? 10 and you were at school all day. Like yeah. your mom got some like peace and quiet. These women, I can't even fucking imagine like, Oh my I god! I would, I would not survive a day. Doing yeah, this. and I know it's so. I, I feel so sad for these women and children. Like yeah. it just blows my mind. Like that, and also like you, not even like considering that they're totally, they're probably not at all healthy either. These no. women probably have tons of issues, like from just having kids back to back to back oh, to back yeah. cannot be good for you. No. Pregnancy is very traumatic and like it's a thing that your body does naturally but for some people you can have tons of complications. Like it it transforms your entire hormonal balance. It you can get like high blood pressure from it. You can 
not to mention like your insides are just totally fucked. They're, like there's so many things that can happen to you when you're pregnant. It's terrifying. Uh, these but, women's insides are probably on the outside now. Have you yeah. ever heard of a prolapsed uterus? Don't. I Google sure it. have. Don't Google it. <laughs> Don't Google it. Um, when I talk to my two, uh, my two sister-in-laws basically, who are both one one's a nurse practitioner and the other is a nurse. Um, when I talk to them a couple weeks ago and I said, I have a podcast, it's about fucked up stuff, what's the most fucked up thing you've, either of you have ever seen? They both agreed to the prolapsed uterus. Like that was- No way. Yeah. They were like, one was like prolapsed uterus, the other was like, oh, that's what I was going to say. Hands down. No fucking way. And that's- Oh my God. That's a thing. And it comes on the outside of your body. And it is That's why you guys do your Kegels all the time. Do your Kegels. that's what happens. Yeah. Don't have 17 kids- Keep that pelvic floor tight. <laughs> Get a jade egg if you have the money. <laughs> no, don't because it's porous and <laughs> it'll right. give you an infection. Oh, that's gross. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Uh, uh, wait, P.S. We could cut this out or we could leave it in. Um, I love our friend Garrett who also listens to this podcast. I what lo- up, G? I love G. Um, yeah. However, I would like to tell him in this podcast and I have also commented on social meds twice you posted your fresh baby covered in goo and gross things onto the Facebook and I saw it and then you posted the placenta no he didn't I didn't see that and he did it but he was tagged in it so it went into my feed and I um I just was like I commented no (laughs) and I was like this is the second placenta I've seen in my fucking Facebook feed (laughs) That why I don't want to see that. Like I don't I don't want to see your gross bloody sack that your baby lived in. Okay, it's disgusting, and that should have a tr- a warning, a trigger warning, whatever. I don't want to see that shit, you guys. Oh my god. I mean, that's the thing. I don't mind that. Like it's fine, but like some other people like me. might be a little squeamish. I oh, uh, like I I don't I'm not ashamed of like or I don't want people to be ashamed of like the things that naturally happen to your body, but that's not for everybody, guys. But there's a reason <laughs> we're not all in the delivery room. Like right. I don't want to see that. It's a choice. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I'm proud. Okay, well, this is actually what was fucking cool. The Hanny is like so fucking cool, but of course cuz uh, her and Garrett are together and like obviously. Um yeah. she was fucking photographing from her, own her birth. vantage point, her own birth. No and, fucking way. Yeah, and Garrett's down at the crotch and like you could see it's like a series like you like That's insanely awesome. You see oh him my God. down there and there's like all this excitement and then you see like you know, the baby's out and then like they're turning it and stuff like it's all an action sequence, but it's like covered in gross stuff. And it's like, you know, it's a lot. It's a lot. And I, and I, it's just like, but wipe it down. Also, put a little hat I'm on it. I'm impressed as fuck that she just. Oh, yeah. Snapping away well, and pushing out a baby. Yeah. She's an amazing photographer also. So like, yeah, these images, she actually should probably submit them to like Time magazine or something. Yeah. Because it's ridiculous how, yeah, like oh, wow. what a badass she is, obviously. What a fucking badass. Yeah. Oh, my God. But I don't, just don't want to wow. see it. I know. <laughs> Without well, warning. Because yeah. it was like an album. And like, because the first few pictures were just, you know, cute or whatever. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I want to look at all the pictures. And then I was like, no, I don't. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, no, I, I don't care what they do. It's I'm just like trying to be funny, but it's fine. <laughs> no, it's good. <laughs> no. Um, uh, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, but congratulations um, to them also. Very, yeah, we love you guys. Yeah, congrats. Um, but yeah, not only like not only physically too. Like I I I always think about like postpartum depression too. Like how can you even take a you can't even fucking piss without the like three kids barging in on you like in a normal family yeah like that doesn't have 10 fucking kids like i can't imagine and then and then it's like like privacy is one thing but having like any kind of postpartum depression after it's just you can't get out of bed like uh, well so i i think the other thing about this religion is Everything is very disciplined, and I think the children are kind of like little robots, too. Oh, yeah. They, like, have to pick up a lot of slack. Yeah, so there's, like, uh, there's something called blanket training, which I think is what it's called, um, where they train their kids, like, when when they're crawling age. Um, Mm -hmm. they'll put them on a blanket, and I don't know if everyone does this, but it's something that I read about, and they'll, um they'll encourage the baby to like start crawling towards them and then they'll like shake something loud or make a noise or like like scare the baby to stay on the blanket so that they What? No, that's traumatic and no, it's that's very traumatic. child abuse. I know, but that's like I mean, it's how they it's how keep them wrangled. Yeah, they have to wrangle them. So, it was something I don't know if everyone subscribes to it. I don't know who uses it, but it was something that was talked about with like in conjunction with this religion. Um, and it makes sense because if you're Michelle Duggar, and I'm not saying they do this, uh, and you have, let's just say halfway through her child army, you, let's say you have, you know, eight, nine, ten kids. You've had them in quick succession. Most of them are going to be tiny. Like yeah. the oldest one is nine years old at that point. The youngest one is zero years old. Like mm-hmm. you – how you can't possibly have a nine-year-old taking care of all these tiny babies and you need to like you know figure stuff out the nine-year-old can't cook dinner yet they could probably clean the bathroom or something but like you have to really train your kids to like yeah be i mean good well-behaved little even babies i know oh it's so crazy yeah uh it's a lot it's very 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 (laughs) very intense it's so intense to think about um yeah, I, I, we have tons of friends that have, like, at least, you know, two, three kids. Yeah. And they're like, this shit's hard. This is really fucking hard. Oh. Like, my mom tells me all the time, like, she, you know, we had, like, she had a fine time being pregnant. She's, she always talks about how she, like, felt great and, like, and, you know, my brother and I, we were, like, easy kids, I think, for the most part. Yeah. Until we, we became teenagers and just became total fucking assholes. But, <laughs> yeah. like. You know, like as kids, we were like chill and easy. I can't imagine. I just, it just blows. It's still, I can't believe I'm, I can't, I'm so hung up on just thinking about trying to like enrich and, and give kids like a good life. Yeah. Like it, it doesn't seem possible that you can do that in a way that's totally effective. And yeah. a lot of these kids end up doing really poorly, like developmentally. Because they're malnourished sometimes because a lot of these families that do not have the means at all. Like some of these people make a decent living. Some of these men are like anesthesiologists and like doctors and accountants, whatever. But some of these people are just like doing normal 
you know, 50 grand a year jobs. Like, I don't know how you support an entire family on, on that, well, let alone a child army. Well, that's, <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. All the rations. Okay. Well, the, the, the Duggars, Jim Bob Duggar is the dad's name, which, I mean, give me a fucking break. No way. Is that real? I, it's Jim upsetting. Jim Bob Duggar. I can't. Um, Jim Bob. I'm Jim Bob Duggar. Um, I have 8,000 children. <laughs> 19 and counting, Nin- apparently. Oh. Um, so... He, I was reading that before like TLC came along, he, he wasn't like working great jobs. Like, yeah, you were saying some of the, some of the stories that you were kind of reading about and researching, um, had like people who were like well to do and anesthesiologists definitely like a very good job, high paying job. Um, Jim Bob Duggar was like a, uh, used car salesman and like had a bunch of different random jobs, like because I don't think he's like he's not maybe very highly educated or qualified for like higher paying jobs. So like TLC came along and saved them from eating tater tot casserole every night, which is basically <laughs> ground turkey meat, frozen tater tots, and um and cream of mushroom soup. Ugh. It's bar food. <laughs> it's barf food. Barf food. <laughs> it's like what you'd get at a fucking pub. That doesn't have any fresh food. It's like, you know what I mean? Like it's a, like all like frozen bar. food. Like a dive yeah, bar. Yeah, like a dive bar. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's- They're like, yeah, we we have to serve food to in order to be like a rated establishment or something like that. I don't know. We, I mean, we, I guess we ate vegetables growing up. But like, it was like canned corn or like. Um, well, we are children of the 80s and 90s. Yeah. So there wasn't that big of an emphasis on like. Vegetables. Yeah vegetables we had salad and stuff but it had ranch on it and it had croutons yeah yeah (laughs) but it was delicious i'm just saying it's there is definitely a food pyramid that has existed for like decades that these people are not adhering to at all so oh we haven't even talked about like the weird shit that they do out in public oh yeah it's also okay okay so we've talked about this being like a very feminine like female oppressive like uh community and way of life it's also very sexually oppressive uh right and so from an early age children are taught um not to you know look at other people's bodies lustfully or whatever like you know pretty some of like the typical shit but also the i read that they're not even supposed to masturbate or do anything where it wouldn't like basically you would like misuse a Lose. quiver or whatever like yeah like anything that where you would like have semen come out and and that wouldn't fulfill your destiny of create of creating life yeah it's like tantamount to abortion right basically yeah like it that's, is for that's them. like how they think yeah it's so it's like that extreme yeah uh i also watched a really interesting documentary uh i, I didn't watch the whole thing but one of the women that they She's like a younger woman. She's about like, you know, maybe late 20s or something. She was explaining what she like grew up since she was like a little kid in the religion. And she she explained in pretty good detail, like some of the stuff that was like very, very taboo. Yeah. And so like obviously like it's like all the like 
typical conservative like stuff uh but what they would do is like send the girls ahead so that they could scout if they're like at the mall or the grocery store and if there is a woman wearing like something quote-unquote inappropriate which is like anything that's like not a long skirt covering up a shapeless shift basically covering up a woman's body um or wearing anything with prints which they called eye traps it's uh, which draws the eyes towards you so it's just it's like extreme stuff and she was explaining this and they weren't allowed to watch like they could watch movies but like nothing racy obviously um so it's just it's like the way she explained it was just so unreal like thinking about these people existing in modern day society trying to shelter quote unquote their kids from like all these sinful things and then the thing that she said that was really interesting is that when they go out to eat or something and they're in a restaurant and like a song comes over the like music the dad if it was like too poppy because they believe that like pop music anything with like a really repetitive beat was uh like of the devil and so the dad would like make a scene, ask for the manager and be like, you need to change this music. It's it's sinful. And this is like these are we're a very uh, like wholesome family and shouldn't be subjected to. And it's like would make make it known that he that they are all very offended. Oh, my God. And she said he'd do it on purpose so that people could just be like, oh, my God. Like, I don't know. It was just very very strange and i just cannot imagine like i can't it's like so it's so crazy also that doesn't like it's just music like it's not gonna impregnate you or like i don't know it's so weird anything could lead to more sin like that's the thing if you say that's okay then it can lead to more maybe we should caveat we didn't go heavy into the duggars because we don't watch that show. Uh, yeah. And I know I don't want to give them I don't want to give them eyeballs. No, but I know <laughs> when Laura um, wrote in, she said she used to hate watch it, which I totally understand. Um, totally. And uh, I don't know. I definitely have hate watched things uh, like girls um, mm-hmm. <laughs> because I really liked that show at first and then it was really weird. But then I was like, I can't not watch it. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, uh, she said she hate watched it. So she probably knows a lot about the Duggars. We don't know anything aside from some stuff that we looked up. I did find a website that's called previouslytv.com, and they have a lot of, um, a lot of I think, TLC shows, actually, but they have a lot of forums where there's people, like, just talking shit on all these shows. So one of the uh, words, I guess, that's popular on the show is Nike, and they'll use it a lot when they're out and about. And this is the same thing as... Um, what you were mentioning about the kids going into the grocery store uh, to make sure no one like was sexual no one around was like sexualized or whatever and so basically if they're out on the street and the parents or anyone in the family like sees a woman that's like you know too, showing too much skin or whatever they'll all they'll all they'll shout Nike and all the kids have to look down at their shoes oh so that God. they don't look at that lady's titties um oh my god oh my i flashed the whole beach yesterday oh no my boob <laughs> fell out of my swimsuit and i oh. and i was like oh my god 
I don't think anyone saw. And everybody was like, Nike. Nike. <laughs> All of this stuff is like so controlling and it's like you can't control the world and you sh- no. you can't like don't even try. It's stupid. It's and it's pointless. Well, and it's like this is why so many cults like go and try to live off the grid or like away from people so they could do their culty bullshit without the they could create their own world. But yeah. that's the thing that's that's interesting about this is that they exist and have these strong tenets that they have to try to continually indoctrinate their children with. Yeah. So it's interesting. I don't know. Um, it's out in the open, sort of, I guess. Uh, yeah. But then they won't admit to like being in the Quiverful movement. So it's like, like we've talked about about before. Anytime there's like a a negative connotation with it, you just call it something else. Like yeah. Like that's why they have such a um, like the overarching religion is has such a blasé name. The Institute and in Basic Life Principles and like it sounds like a like a you know like a consulting company or something like it doesn't or like a um a technical school or whatever those yeah. are what's it called the advanced training institute like it sounds like ITT tech yeah like. <laughs> what but what are those schools called vocational it sounds like a Voc- vocational yeah. school yeah that all this is like so benign sounding yeah. so but when you really dig into it and if if you like identify that it's the quiverful movement They'll deny. Like, that's why the Duggars deny that they're in it, because it is so fucked. Yeah. So, anyway. But, yeah, like, the Duggars, though, they they deny that they're part of this. Um, And all of this really started coming out within the last, like, what was it, like, last year or the year before that Josh uh, was... 2014, I think, maybe? Or 2015? Yeah. He, yeah. Yeah, he was accused of, of sexually uh, molesting his sisters when they were younger. And so I think some other children, too. And I don't think it's alleged. Like, it's... It, it happened. Ha- the, like, he's, the, he's, the sisters have talked about and it. And he's, like, I think admitted it and, like, yeah. But no, but the problem is, and just like with Bill Gothard, this is how the church handles it, is that they they he had to like step down from whatever position he was in in the church josh duggar did because he's like one of the oldest ones i he's think he's the oldest kid he's in a he's like in his like 30s or something and so he was like in the church and he had to step down from his position in the church just like bill gothard did um yeah but the way that they they have like there's a really creepy uh kind of like little diagram of how to counsel sexual abuse in the church and it's just basically like all victim blaming and like not holding the person who is guilty who who sh- who should face consequences not holding them accountable at all really <sighs> so just like with Bill Gothard Josh Duggar never faced any kind of criminal like charges nothing like that happened so well there's questions like this why did god let it happen uh, was it a result of defrauding? Defrauding is um, looking at something that might arouse uh, an unfulfilled sexual desire or like doing something, I suppose. Oh, my God. Um, and the so why did God let it happen? Result of defrauding by immodest dress, indecent exposure, being out from protection of our parents or being with evil friends. Like those are the. Oh, my God. Those are the That's only like- four things that could cause it. <sighs> those are. That's classic straight up victim blaming yeah. like don't like don't blame the person that actually perpetrated the crime upon the, this person like like it's 
it's your fault basically if you're addressed a certain way fuck off okay and then this is the other part if abused was not at fault so if actually you discover that the person who was abused didn't warrant it then there's some other things that uh that that might be the case so uh you need greater faith the the abuser needs greater faith because they're too weak spiritual discernment genuine love wisdom and understanding creativity energy enthusiasm energy enthusiasm joy and inner peace like because so basically just pray about it pray away pray it away and then Mm -hmm. the last one is uh you have like basically to wrap this all up you have to um say a prayer to dedicate your body to god so you just have to like cleanse your spirit and then you'll be fine oh my god it's fucking ridiculous. Uh, this family, it's fucking ridiculous. This family is crazy. Uh, everybody's named with a J name, which is... I just hate families that do that. <laughs> <laughs> don't you? Like, I don't know. I, it's so weird to me. It's like, what? Just I don't... Yeah. It's so hard, too. Like, especially... Okay, maybe you have a family of four. And... I just... Yeah. And, and like, you could find two names with the same first letter. That's cute, I guess. When you have 19 kids, it's really fucking hard to keep up coming with, like, to keep coming up with names. They have a kid named Ginger spelled with a J. I didn't even know that it was, like, pronounced Ginger because that's not how you spell fucking Ginger. Right. It's like, it looks like Jingle or something. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, oh, how festive. And then you're like, oh, wait, no, that's her name's not Jingle. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but these are, I'm just going to read all the names off. Um, yeah, please. Okay, so there's Jim Bob. Michelle, that's the mom with the crunchy hair. Joshua, that's the molesty one. The molester. Yeah. Uh, Jana. Oh, so Joshua is the oldest. Josh is the oldest. He's born in mm-hmm. ni- 1988, so he's 29 years old. Ugh. Um, okay. Okay, so Joshua. Then there's Jana, John, Jill, Jessa, Ginger, Joseph, Josiah, Joy, Jedediah, Jeremiah, Jason, James, Justin, Jackson, Johanna, Jennifer, Jordan, and Josie. Oh, my God. Actually, they did pretty good. Yeah, I think those are all great names. You can't have any more than that. I don't – where would you go with that? Ju- I don't jurisdiction? Know. I mean- <laughs> Jumanji. <laughs> Jordash. Jamiroquai. <laughs> Jabberwocky. Uh – Juice. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, junkyard. <laughs> uh, Ger- Ger- oh wait, Geronimo's with a G. But you could get real you, creative you with it, like with a J. Like, with a J. Yeah, yeah, like ginger. You could just yeah. start picking soft G names. Gingivitis <laughs> with a J. <laughs> oh That's my good. god. Uh, I, I think I kind of feel bad for Michelle though. Like to be honest, oh, I like, feel bad. she, like even with her, like, oh, there is something about, it's like in the tenets of this religion where it's like, you, you have to have like natural f- like hair that f- is like long and not flowy or whatever. It brings out um, your, uh, it brings out your natural beauty if you have like flowy mm-hmm. hair. Curly yeah. Hair. Yeah. It's like supposed to be soft and like non no product in yeah. it. But then when you look at Michelle Duggar, 
She has very Crunch. overprocessed, crunchy hair. Yeah. So I think it's a cry. It's her like own <laughs> form of silent protest. Like it's a cry for help. It's a cry for help. It's like because Bill Gothard like has in the past like told women they need to wash the product out of their hair. Oh my god! But Michelle Duggar has said, "Fuck that! I'm gonna make these bangs sky high." <laughs> I'm gonna put some fucking gel and aquanet in there and it's gonna be and I'm gonna I don't know I'm just gonna make it as crunchy as I can because that's what I think it's a silent form of protest oh my god I don't know we should start like a GoFundMe to like raise money to like help her escape yeah <laughs> <laughs> Michelle Michelle Duggar's bangs <laughs> Uh, sh- shake your uh, crunchy hair once if you're okay. Shake it twice if yeah. you're not. Yeah. Her daughters don't have crunchy hair. I wonder if they haven't gotten to that level yet. Like, w- we should keep yeah. a really close eye on them. Yeah. Because the second they have crunchy Seriously. hair, like, we know they need help. Or start, like, yeah. Or start, like, dyeing their hair purple or something. Yeah, well, that'd be a real big <laughs> sign. That'd be a real big sign, Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, they're weird. Don't let the bastards grind you down, Michelle. Yeah. Oh, God. We should talk more, I think, about the women who've escaped. Yeah. Okay, I was just this, thinking that. This religion. Yeah. Um, the badass women. Yeah, these women are incredible. Like, uh, I watched a documentary about this woman. Uh, let me find her name here in my notes. Um, Cheryl Lindsay Sealoff. Mm. So she was in the church for a long time uh she had nine children with her husband and she realized she was like basically being uh abused and she just she like realized like this is a bad situation i'm in i need to get out of this uh her husband was not supportive of her she's totally miserable uh so she decided she was going to divorce her husband and the church basically publicly shamed her and excommunicated excommunicated her and then she uh when she's like trying to like leave with her dignity intact they demanded all this stuff from her like that she never talked publicly about it about the church um she or what did they were they or, like threatening her i yeah kind of oh. they like they like listed all these like demands they they because she was divorcing her husband and yeah. that's just like so uh, wrong yeah um and they so they demanded she never speak publicly, give all of her money over to the pastor of the church that she'd like made on her own, having like a like her own. I think she wasn't supposed to be working, so like they were like, "You give us all your money that you've earned," um, and just a bunch of other crazy shit. So she's she's turned around and sued them, and she won, oh. and she won like a multi million dollar lawsuit against this shit. So I know fucking snaps. She she's now like this badass feminist who like is remarried to this really nice man. Uh, he seems like a nice man. I mean, her her kids, I think most of them are grown by now. But like she's she still has some like teenage kids, I think. And she's just like worships the goddess like she's feminist as fuck. She did a full 180 just like could not be more happy and content in her life oh, wow. uh, after going through such traumatic shit so wow i thought she was really incredible uh her name is cheryl Lindsay sealoff so she escaped the shit and fuck yeah she's a badass oh that's amazing 
Yeah. Um, I just love that she sued them and got like a million, multi-million dollar settlement from them because fuck that. Fuck that. Yeah. It's so. She was like, she was like publicly like shamed and humiliated. It's so oppressive. This, so uh, we also, I don't know. Did you listen to the podcast or you read the article about Vicki Garrison? Yeah, I I watched uh, a little short doc about Vicky Garrison. Oh, okay. I listened to a podcast called The Friendly Atheist that's pretty good. Uh, but this is another woman who escaped this church. And it was really fascinating because she uh, wasn't initially a part of this church. And it's a little bit similar to what happened to the Duggars. Like, they were very religious, but then they had, like, um, an incident that, like, kind of pushed them into it a little bit. Vicki Garrison. Right. Yeah, Vicki Garrison had, like, the same kind of yeah. thing happen where uh, she had, um, I think her first children or her first two children were, like, healthy. And then then they started having complications and so it made them kind of like turn into religion a little bit more and that's when mm-hmm. they discovered this uh like the quiver the quiverful movement um and she really enjoyed her life and and i think she was very devout um but she said like her kids were always sick and she was always tired and she was starting to feel maybe not so strongly about it and also she was very smart and um could get really good jobs, but once they kind of fully committed to the Quiverful movement, she wasn't right. allowed to work, and her husband had to work, and he wasn't as qualified, and I think he was blind from, like, a work accident, like, earlier on. Oh, my God. Yeah, so he wasn't able to get, like, a great job, um, and so they were really poor and just, like, really struggling. And then she thought, uh, well, you know, you're supposed to kind of um, spread the word about the religion. So she found... Uh, she found her father who she didn't have a relationship with and she's like, "Oh, I'm going to I'm going to go um get back in touch with him and even like spread the word." But she found him, he was a good Christian, and then the the dad was like, "Oh, all the, by the way, you have this uncle. He's coming he's coming by later today. Don't let him fool you. Like he is you know, Satan has touched him or whatever. Like he's a bad one kind of thing." Uh-huh. Um, but she formed this relationship with her uncle, who she really liked, and they uh, would correspond over the internet because that's something that's actually uh, a big part of the Quiverful movement. They're allowed to use technology and the internet and stuff. Yeah, as opposed to, like, they isolate by indoctrinating their children, yeah. not by, like, living in communities that are, like, are, are physically isolated, like Amish people do. Yeah. They're, but they, they're, yeah, th- which is why I feel like they kind of, it, it must be very difficult to maintain. Because you're always, the, you're always surrounded. Yeah, yeah. Like you're always introduced over and over to the outside world and yeah. what everybody else is wearing and doing and whatever. Um, so this uncle, she like, you're not supposed to cor- correspond with people of the opposite sex if you're a woman. Or maybe anyone, but uh, but she was able to because they were related, even though she didn't even know this guy. But she, like, felt very comfortable sharing a lot of her feelings about, like, I don't know if I like this religion like venting, anymore. yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I'm questioning this. And somehow he, like, helped her, like, decide Get that. Get out. Yeah, that she didn't want to do this anymore. She, um, she divorced her husband. 
um, she was able to like kind of turn some of her kids against the religion uh, or not turn them, but you know, she just shared what she was thinking and feeling and they were like, yeah, this life sucks. Like, yeah, we're, like we're not happy. No, we're not doing well here. We're poor. Yeah. We're not, we're not thriving. We're not learning anything. And so she actually ended up leaving. Um, and she, she like legit did a 180. She's, she's an atheist now. And she, she made a cute little comment about, uh, about how, uh, she was very, very severe one way. So how could she not be severe the other way? Like, <laughs> she's like, I'm an all-in type of person. So, yeah, um, yeah. But she was just so well-spoken and sweet and very, like, um, I don't know, just very, like, matter-of-fact about things and not judgmental about anyone or their their thoughts. Just, like, this is what my decision was and this is what I feel and, you know, I am happy and like, now. And make – and make no mistake, like, she was, like, suffering. Like, her yes. and her children were suffering. And she, like, uh, I, well, the documentary I watched, it's like, yeah, like, she is totally, like, she seems like the nicest, coolest person. And her, um, she, her, the thing that she said that was really, that was just sad to me was that she had, like, three kids and initially before, like, they got really into mm-hmm. it, like you were saying. Yeah. And, with her third child though she had like health issues and complications and so her and her husband like agreed initially that like they shouldn't have any more kids and he got a vasectomy and they yeah and then they got into the quiverful movement and then she felt so bad and guilty that she made her she didn't make her husband get a vasectomy they decided yeah based upon like professional doctors and and health like issues that they should she should not it was dangerous for her to continue to have children um and then they she felt guilty about that so they both so he reversed his vasectomy and they had more kids together and she's like you know I it was hard it was I was not doing great but I still kept you know having kids and uh She's like, I don't regret having any of my children, but like, it was awful. It was bad. It was really bad. (laughs) I was just like, God. I mean, it wasn't just her that was suffering too. Like we keep saying, like these kids are miserable. Like they're, it, 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 it's not living a life. Like you're just existing, and that's not, that's not right. Like that's not. They're, they're, you're not animals. You're not robots. Like that's the thing that keeps coming into my mind where I'm just like. How are these people so pro, quote unquote, pro-life? I don't call it pro-life. I call it anti-choice. Yeah. she. I think she was quoted as like, or she said on this podcast saying, um, she said that her kids were like zombies. Like she yeah. would homeschool them. Uh, one of her kids had gone to like public school for a little tiny bit or something, but was like really smart. And she didn't know how she would, you know, keep keep them challenged and growing and one of the pastors is like you should homeschool your kids and she's like okay and then she did and it was fine in the beginning when she didn't have a ton of kids but like then she had so many and none of them were getting the attention they needed or learning what they should learn and she said once she divorced her husband um which he didn't want by the way because obviously the men don't want to leave this religion it's no it's all geared towards them being the 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 head of it the household and like having the power 
um, once she left and some of the kids went into public school, like she said, they're brilliant now. Like they're so yeah. smart and driven and, and finding success in life. And like it, yeah, it's just. And some of these people, you know, they, they make it work and, but those are mostly the people who the men have like really high paying jobs right, or whatever. Right. But like they're like these like her husband, like you were saying, like he had an actual like physical Dis- like yeah. disability. Yeah. Like he like he couldn't get a really high paying job with like the fact that he was like partially blind or whatever. But lest you think only women are against this because of feminism or whatever. Yeah. There is one guy that I found his his uh, a blog about. Uh, that he wrote about growing up in the in the uh, in this church. Um, his name is uh, Micah J. Murray, and he he writes about growing up. Um, so, growing up as a, as a kid in this, and um, he basically he's still like like Christian and stuff, but he is like an you know intellectually curious like normal person. Yeah, and he talks about how growing up in this, it was just like very 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 upsetting uh he says like the kids like how they're homeschooled they're like are kind of like they are an army like they dress them like hitler youth like they have like a red bandana yeah it's like really creepy like it's very very culty so his his uh website is micajmurray.com and he talked he has a, a blog post about the bill gothard homeschool cult so it has to be culty because Otherwise, why would so many people have an aversion to it? You know what I mean? Like, it's... Yeah. Like, these fringy-type religions are just so crazy. And it's weird to me that people don't look at it. And some do, and they escape, and it's cool. But, like, you don't look at it and say, this is so severe. Why Why isn't everybody following this? Or, like, why aren't more even people that already describe themselves as Christians and follow those kind of values and tenets, why aren't they turning towards this it's like because people think it's batshit crazy it's too severe and it's not a way to function i i just think it's weird i i just don't care i mean i i I think i do care because i don't think that the duggars should have that many kids i think it's fucking stupid i just think it's weird like that you would have that many kids like you're not that special what you have to offer isn't that great the only reason you're doing this is because you believe in some something that says that you should have this many kids so that they can recruit more people into your culty bullshit like yeah and and that's that's what, a, that's a thing that's what it that's what it is it's like i don't care what anybody does but like don't put your shit on other people that's what sucks Do not, about them having yeah. a tv show too because like yeah. they love that shit because that and it, norma- it normalizes it are. yeah it, it's just all gross yeah and, like, these men don't give a fuck. No. Like, that's the main thing that I just keep going back to. These guys are like Billy Zane from Titanic. They don't <laughs> give a fuck about the women and children. No. But, but, the, but the main thing I think everybody, the main takeaway I think from all this should be the fact that there are people that have been in this religion that have been miserable and grow up in it that realize, like, this is bad. There's women that had to, you know, basically have – 10 plus kids and went through really horrible experiences and they came out on the other side and they are talking about it and this is why there's so much information out there now is because these people these are really brave people who figured out how to get away and you know can 
talk about it openly as much as they can. Well, and so. hopefully we'll and will hopefully dissuade others who maybe aren't that fundamental. Yeah, like fundamentalists yet from joining that by like showing them because the people who are already in it like yeah maybe they'll save some but also I feel like in those instances people turn into it even more right you know like it just makes them angry because they're being judged about you know totally and so they like kind of turn into it which I feel like is what the Duggars kind of probably do oh they they've leaned the fuck into their yeah. shit because they they had to like circle the wagons and yeah and isolate themselves even more yeah after after exposing themselves in such a way to like the general public and it's just like now these people are like oh my god this is not right so i don't know yeah um but but yeah bottom line is the this religion does not care about the women their comfort well-being overall health they don't care about the children uh i mean in the best case scenario of one of these families like the father pulling in you know lots of money enough to like support them like even in the best case scenario like these people are growing up with a very like the kids are growing up without proper education yeah they're still homeschooled Uh, from the bible yeah and uh they're learning about human nature in a very wrong headed environment i think yeah a very repressed environment and that never goes well no (laughs) oh yeah yeah and trying to do it in a modern, complex society, just it doesn't it doesn't work. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I I'm and I I just I just want to say like I don't definitely don't have anything against like religion and stuff, but this this is like taking it and 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 picking out parts of it that are just uh pretty harmful. I think. Yeah. So I just want to say I do have things against religion, but. <laughs> So yeah, it's pretty interesting stuff. Yeah. And uh so much fucked up. Well, don't join cults, guys. No. And like we're always happy to give you our opinion. Send us your pamphlet or you know, if you're thinking <laughs> about joining a movement, it feels nice. It, people are happy. They're they promote a lot of, you know, mixers and uh and just like there's a lot of singing and stuff. That's cool. <laughs> It might be a fun time. I'm I'm down with that commune life, you right. know, like. But there's a fine as line. As long as it's chill. There's a fine, fine line. line. So make sure you know submit your pamphlets if you want. You could you could uh, scan it and email it to us. We'd be happy to have a conversation with you on on uh, Facebook Messenger. If you have any questions, we're happy to uh, read through your materials and let you know. Uh. <laughs> We have good, yeah. we have good cult meters. Yeah, um, yeah, that's all I got. Yeah. Follow us on social meds. Yeah, TTFU podcasts uh, on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And the the closed Facebook Facebook group is pinned to the top of the DTFU uh, page. Yeah, so on Facebook you can find it there. Yeah, I think that's it. That's all I got. Yeah. All right. All right, guys. Everybody be excellent to each other. Be excellent to each other. Yeah. I think that's Thank it. Thank your mom for, for birthing you. Uh, <laughs> hopefully you weren't born into a cult. But if you were, hopefully rough. you're out now. Yeah. Um, all right. All right. All right. Cool. Mm, cool. I'll talk to you guys later.
Bye-bye. Bye-bye.